Hi, I'm Leslie, and I play Whisker, the Yusoki Cyborg Nanosite. Hi, I'm Pan, and I play Power the Stranger, a precog. I'm Richard, and I play NR5E, a sentient robotic operative. I'm Kay, and I play Soul the Solarian. I'm Mark, I play Koto Yoshitada, the Witch Warper and Soldier. I'm Cooper, I play Pons, the Mystic Contemplative. And I'm Adam, your Galactic Manager. Emergency Power Podcast. You make it all the way back to Uzi. Silent, oh, yes. defeated, body hopping, baddie. No Ooh. bother you anymore. All problems solved, and now we are free to go on space adventure. Season four, let's Uh-oh. go. <laughs> Uzi starting to think this might actually be dream we all stuck in, and you're still in middle of bad things. No, wait, don't wake up. <laughs> oh, oh no. Bye, Uzi. Come back, Uzi. Uh, we need the Omega. Such a brief taste of hope. <laughs> yeah, secretly Uzi left the show, and just this is this was our no. way of uh, just glossing over that fact. Uzi got really good deal on Dimension Twenty. Goblin actors and writers guild go on strike. <laughs> <laughs> Went on strike, immediately got results. Entire businesses run only with Goblin. You know what? I can't blame Uzi for that. No, no. Get that bag. Omega. Definitely miss him now. Uzi. Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do when you're running a space empire. Mm-hmm. As we are learning right now, protests work. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Or violent revolution. That is also yeah. something. Damn the man, save the empire. <laughs> <laughs> Great reference. Oh, okay, so. <laughs> when last we left this game. Like, I've been getting messages in the chat, like, from bunches of people who are like, ah, so much anxiety, we're finally at the top of the tower. Like, oh, no, was what are we going to find? Hmm? Who's theories? to say? Any, we'll have who, to find out. We, we should cover our th- our current theories so that we can get a popsicle when co- the time comes. <laughs> we got to figure out if we need to fan out our attack. Where is the candy tower located? Ooh. <laughs> Is there a crystalline crunchy factory? Because then we mm-hmm. can definitely get Uzi here. Yeah, Before yeah. we hit up Nerians, <laughs> we need to go get some crystalline crunchies. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's important. Yeah, so I'm sure there's vending machines all over for stuff oh. like that. So just hit one of those up real quick. Yeah. Mm, but machine. like, it's the rich people version. So they're like wrapped oh, so in bars of gold. sugar? Oh. oh, no, you know what's rich people version? So they're not nearly as good. They're, the, they're like, you know, like keto fancy ones. It's got the little dehydrated berries in it. Yes. <laughs> what does food taste like without xylitol? I'm not sure. Oh. <laughs> this conversation is a bit of a holdover from something we were talking about before. We were talking about like all the sawdust and stuff that's actually in food. Oh, so, oh, I thought you were talking about the penis weasel. In spit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we promised, Mark. We'll we cut promised. that. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you've said it. <laughs> no, Leslie. That's going to be the greatest. That was on purpose, club. wasn't it? <laughs> every time. Every time. Okay, you know what? I'm starting this episode before this can continue. <laughs> you should. That's all yeah. I have to say. Really should. We are so nervous. We're just like, anything happy, anything happy. Hold on, I can start the music over. 
No, no. It'll smack that out of your hand, Leslie. <laughs> All right, we're doing this. Never has the sky looked so blue, held up by a red swirling foundation that stretches out to eternity. The blue pierced by spires reaches for the heaven, grasping like hands being dragged downwards towards the relentless sands. The world below would give anything to stand above the storm. And here you are. The question is, can you breathe easy or will you choke under the pressure in the tomes of emergency power? Volume three, chapter 25. Oh my gosh. So many chapters. I love it. So no. many chapters. I'm running out of numbers. <laughs> <laughs> All the good ones are taken. As the building's platinum doors slide open and you prepare to disembark the shuttle, middle manager Corain Volk looks at everyone with an overt smile. Well, this is as far as my clearance allows. I hope you've enjoyed your time in our wonderful tower. We take great pride in our services and would love if you would fill out one of our quick questionnaires on the Infosphere site. Submissions have a chance to win a 200 credit gift card. Survey denied. You can drop the act. We're already getting off. Oh my God, I'm very sure Koto would love to give you a five-star review. We know your time is valuable, and it means the world that you chose to ascend with us. Thank you, and have a wonderful day. 5e turns to Sol and says, should I stun her? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you all... I'm the violent one. Why are you all... Pons, I, I need that. I need the no space generator. 5e's tolerance please. level is just, like, dropping. <laughs> right. Just a little status oh, bar you, on their face. <laughs> you, you want the cube salt? Here. Thank you. And Sol is going to just dig around real quick and start pulling out um, a, a holster with a gun, a holster with a knife, and those poofy black pants and the headband, and fold the weapons inside the pants and then tie them with the headband. So it kind of looks like a little present, a little bow. Hmm. And your present is violence. Yes. Paul's going to like just edge um, <laughs> back, out of the, back out of the door and go, thank you for your time. It's <laughs> so like scooch out as yeah, the door slowly opens behind you. Like I've got to go now. How long is she charmed for again? I think this was like seven hours. It was like, it's like seven hours, hours, right? It's hours. Yeah. 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 But she's still. She's yeah. still cool. It was an hour per level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's gonna be our friend for yeah. a little bit, okay. bit longer. Which way do we go to get to the communications room? Uh, they just point at the only door that's like at the end of this short walkway. <laughs> just head down that direction. Right, let's go. Thank you for all your all help. Right. It's greatly appreciated. Of course. And like looks at you in particular. Feel free to visit any time. <laughs> Fivey will advance into the hallway and start making a perception check to just make sure there's nothing really nasty waiting. Good sure. As Fivey okay. is doing that, Sol's going to let everyone kind of step out and then turn to Corinne? 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 Corinne. Corinne. Yeah, Corinne Volk. Sorry, thank you. And say... Okay, so, like, you've been a great help, and I'm sure you're going to, like, feel ways about things in a couple hours, and that's okay. You should take some time and, like, sit with your feelings. But, like, after that, and they're going to produce a card in purple and gold of a figure in religious garb with two people kneeling before him. And say, okay, so, like, when things change, because, like, things are going to, like, change, and if you decide you want to, like, be on the right side of things... Ask for Jasper the Red and tell him you've got a card from an old friend and give him this. And they're going to hand over the Hierophant card. 
Interesting. Oh. Okay. So they take the card and look down at it, look up at you, over at where you guys are going. Well, it does seem possible I will need to update my resume soon, so thank you so much. Hierophant Green! Emiraldo <laughs> <laughs> Spudash. <laughs> oh, oh, you gave uh, you gave Corrine uh, Volk one of those JoJo cards? Corrine has a stand now. <laughs> yes, a JoJo now. card. <laughs> Soul's going to lean in very close to her and say, And if you even think about betraying my friend, I promise you I will hunt you down and make you wish for the quick and clean death that we gave those mercenaries below. So we, like, understand each other on this, right? Oh, jeez. Thank you for covering um, that. I was concerned. Charm ended. Yeah, I was like, about oh, to no. say, I need to roll something real yeah, quick. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. gives them a save. It does. Yeah. I mean, what are they going to yeah. do? Drive away? No, it's not going to. Yeah, nothing's going to change. Any act by you or your apparent allies that threatens the charmed creature breaks the yeah. spell. <laughs> right now. That's, that's pretty threatening. We already got what we need out of her. It's yeah. fine. Okay, if I leaned in and said, if you ever fucking talk to my that's called a threat. Just, just saying. Oh, no. All right. So you see their expression change a little bit as you get out of the car and shut the door behind you. Okay, bye. Yeah, yeah everyone gives a little wave. Is there just a like, reverse button on the car we can just press real quick? <laughs> All right, so you all step out into the open air, and there's this biting chill that strikes through you. And Pons, uh, there's this intense nostalgic feeling, as if you haven't felt this in a little while, say, I don't know, a year-ish for some reason? For some reason. And as you move into the outer chamber, which acts as like an airlock, the huge doors start to close around you and you effectively move out of this crisp wind. And then you feel a new draft start to come into the chamber and you hear the of the air being recycled out of it. And a mist spreads out over the bottom of the chamber as the inner door begins to open. And I know Richard had already given me a perception, so if anyone mm -hmm. else wants to, feel free. I would love to. 5e drops a 28. Very nice. 21. What's the lighting situation in here? Inside this chamber? Yeah. Or inside the inner room? Inside the in inner room. Okay. Uh, I will tell you in just one moment. 25 for puns. Only 16. Uh, Thinking about what that expression change meant. Uh, 26 for power. Okay. So as these doors open and you begin to take a few steps into the room, most of you have never gone into a room that blends artistry and efficiency so well. Like there's this mesmerizing pattern that graces the transparent walls that's reducing the sun glare and giving the illusion of shifting waves that's demanding your attention. It's very intoxicating. And as the awe of the appreciation falls away, one figure takes your attention and they're standing back to you on a platform in the center of the room. Her shoulders are perfectly squared, hands behind their back with legs ramrod straight, military regalia adorning their crimson officer coat and cap, 
and a black symbol emblazoned against red is on the back of this jacket, oh. an inverted trident. Oh. That's when a smell hits you, overwhelming the filtration system. It wasn't me, I swear. <laughs> Something coming from Koto's direction. <laughs> it was a big lunch, guys. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm removing the eggs from the galley. <laughs> Something sickly sweet and metallic. And the room comes fully into view. You see a myriad of manned computers perfectly inlaid into curved walls with digital displays. Manned by people who aren't soldiers, but instead look one step shy of civilians wearing Gravewood and System Guard colors. Each and every one slumped over their station with a wide hole bored into the back of their heads, blood Ooh. pouring from their fresh wounds. A discarded handgun lays still smoking near the Infernex officer, and one of her hands comes free and gestures to the nearby console. My credentials have already unlocked this console. A system-wide stand-down order is prepared for the defense guns. All you need to do is input the commands. Disable them all if you choose. And with this act, our deal is complete. And it's at this point that they turn around and their face is stern and hard edged with unwavering eyes. And they look over all of you. Well done getting here breathless. I've been instructed to pass on a message. It was meant for a member of your organization. See that it arrives promptly. And they hold out a data pad. So I was just gonna step between her and my Ronnie. I'll walk up and take it. Okay. Yeah. She lets you have it and just puts her hands back behind her back and waits. What's it say? Uh, it appears to have an audio message on there, and it is addressed to the lost. Well, that's us, so I'll listen yeah. to it. <laughs> okay. okay. I'll patch it in. I'll patch it into everyone's comms. So you press the button and trigger the audio file. And over everyone's comms, you hear, Father's home, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. What? That. And, Sol, you had stepped in front of them, and you see Myrani take a step back. And, like, all the confidence that had begun to come into them over this entire tower adventure just fully drains away, and you see panic begins to rise in their eyes. Fivey steps adjacent, like shoulder to shoulder with my Ronnie. Not saying anything, not doing anything, just standing at the ready. You see Whiskers' hairs stand up on end. All of their perfectly manicured quaff just goes poof. <laughs> <laughs> that voice uh, sounds familiar, even to me. Is that the entirety of the message? That's the dervish, Koto. You're, you're dervish? Correct. So yeah, Koto begins kind of um, getting a, uh, like, uh, you can see that she begins to look a little anxious as well, but then steals herself and says, okay, all right, I can do this. I can do this. 
Remember, he's just a wannabe god in our universe. Since motive on Koto. Ooh. 28. So I think like for what you would be getting from her is that she is more she is she is more than willing to fight the Silent, and she is like steeled against them. But the new triune is kind of above them. Like that's the god they worship and like they sort of follow. Um, and so while she may be willing to fight soldiers who follow that deity, she never once thought about possibly fighting the deity itself. So you okay. can see that she is a little intimidated by it, but is trying to keep a, a tough face in the face of this. Got you. And what, the dervish was one of the three false? Not in our universe, at least not at this time. Yeah, yeah. Not it yet. was in Koto's universe. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Yeah, uh, Pons, Pons is gonna just look around and kind of want to be clued in by everyone as he's standing there with a bunch of dead in front of him and this lady. I, I assume we've never met Adam. You don't recognize them, though. Like, uh, what's going on? Who, who is she? Why is everyone dead? Uh, I think obviously our cover's blown. What is this deal you speak of? It was my task to allow through agents sent to dispatch the defenses while removing any, and she gestures around, obstacles they may find here. Beyond that, I recommend you ask your employer. Are you talking about Mr. Business? I certainly don't know who runs the Breathless. Do we still have comms um, to them, Jasper? Yeah. I'm going to go up and start disabling comms. Are you going to disable comms or the defense guns? Uh, well, I'll, I'll disable everything that I have access to. <laughs> You're just going to start just breaking everything, yep. everything yep. from the wall. <laughs> We've definitely got the guns. As Whisker starts doing that, Soul, if Myrani will allow it, is going to like take his hand and kind of squeeze it, never taking their eyes off this woman. And is going to say quietly, but loudly enough for Koto to hear as well. We've dispatched him once. We can do it again. Yeah, so mm. as you try to pull Myrani along, they're just essentially unresponsive at this moment. And the officer looks over and one of their eyebrows raises and they look down at the data pad that had the message and look back up at Myrani. It seems that the message has met its recipient. That makes things simple then. There is a lab in one of the neighboring towers, Adaptive Evolutions Incorporated and they gesture down to the data pad. The audio file will unlock the door. I recommend you go quickly. What? And with that, they step down off this platform in the center. My job is done here. And they start walking towards the large door you guys came through. And Pons, you recognize the name of that laboratory because that's Narian's laboratory. Yeah. Bum, bum, was bum. <laughs> All right. Say the name one more time. It was uh, Adaptive Evolutions Incorporated. Thank you. Soul is going to lock eyes with 5e. Be like, are we letting her? Don't say it, but the obvious question of, are we letting her walk out of here? You can do a te- telepathic link. It sounds like times of the essence. I do not believe her quarrel is with us. At least not at this point. She killed all of these people. I mean, we might have killed all we these people. We were going to do the same. 
Yeah. We were gonna do that. <laughs> That's why we're mad. There's a, there's a floor like a, a little way down. Where we have killed, killed many people. Kill <laughs> right? Is she friendly? This was an obstacle to our objective, and that obstacle has now been removed. Yeah, one quick clarification, Adam. Did, sure. Uh, when they were saying all you need to do is in input the commands, blah, 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 our deal is complete. Mm -hmm. Were they were they on a radio, or were they talking to us? No. They were talking directly to you. Sounds yeah. to me like... Our deal. Sounds like they had to do with, with Jasper, maybe, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. must have been an insider for, yeah. uh, can, for the Breathless. Can we look at Taie? How are they reacting? Oh, yeah, Taie right. seems just as surprised as all of you about what's going right. on. Yeah, she's just leaving. She's just walking out. She's walking towards the door. I say we let her go. I don't want to pick a fight with her and endanger us. Yeah, she made it sound like there was some kind of time limit thing going on as well. I, can I just, like, trail alongside her? Like, silently float and not, like, make any eye contact, but just kind of walk in the same direction she's walking? That's creepy. I mean, nothing's stopping yes. you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Pons will just kind of float over and do a couple of side glances and try to get a better idea of who this might be. Can you read her mind? Was there any sort of... I mean, I could try to charm her, but that's still risky. So is there any sort of insight check I could make? I really, I'm just yeah. trying to figure out, is she... You want to give me like a sense motive, something Working like that. for Red? Working for the Dervish? Or working for Nurians? Well, the Dervish At the owns... very least, she had a message from the yeah, Dervish. Yeah. So yeah. she yeah, got Nurians a and... directive from the Dervish. Yeah, Nurians and D the Dervish are connected. But then that but also how? could have just been a recording of the dervish that she had in order to let us unlock that. The context of the message, though, was directed at someone in our party. They right. would have had That's to true. know yes. that yeah. Myrani right. was with us. And if they're saying to go to Nurin's office, or, which is in um, AEI, AEI? Um, I, I thought it would be in a uh, funny opening for a door to be like, father's back, basically, <laughs> and then have the door open, but <laughs> kick Sorry. down the door. Yeah, so you're welcome to give me a sense motive, or if you have any abilities you want to try to use, let me know. Um, could I do a status spell on her and just see if she is maybe mind-controlled or Ooh. anything else of that sort? You're welcome to. That's yeah. a good one. Okay, so I believe... Look out, he's casting a spell! <laughs> Kodo just shoots a fireball real quick. So <laughs> <laughs> Everyone dies. I'm trying to be upset. It was a mercy killing. <laughs> <laughs> So it doesn't say a saving throw. I'm pretty sure it's a comrade. So I don't know if she'd actually let me do that. It it does have will will negates. It's a harmless spell, but will negates. So they okay. can they okay. can resist it. So I'll go ahead and use status then, and uh, it's gonna be a DC 17. Status. Okay. Uh, that is a fail. Okay, and I literally just kind of brush next to her, and then just kind of do a side glance as I cast that spell because I have to touch her. Breaks your arm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like as you brush their arm, they stop and turn fully to face you. Um, and did you roll a sense motive or were you skipping that? I will roll the sense motive right now. That is a natural 20 for a 34. Wow. <laughs> what a time to roll okay. it. Okay. Yeah, so as you're looking into their eyes and you cast this status spell, it doesn't appear that there is anything magically happening to them. And you also know that they have really low cholesterol. Um, oh. They haven't had alcohol anytime recently. Liver, wow. fantastic. Good for them. Um, Holy yeah. crap. That was actually really smart, way? Cooper. That spell lasts for an hour per level, and it mm -hmm. has no range after you touch them with it. 
So for eight hours, we could track them down if we later decide to go hunt them down. Wow, nice. Mm. Okay, and you look into their steely brown eyes and you see something that's more than intensity, something deeper than determination. You see a fanaticism buried and there's this single-minded devotion with no room for alternative interpretations. And like, this is something you've seen on some other Infernex soldiers to a lesser degree, and even on some of the other mercenaries, but this is something more and something horrifyingly concrete. Yet there's no malice, there's no anger, there's just this satisfied contentment in it. Wow, so yeah, it's not, it's not any sort of magical influence. It's full on either brainwashing or um, just cult f- followship, basically. That's definitely what it seems like. I'll just kind of kind of look at her and does he wish to meet with us soon? I think you should go to your laboratory. It's in your best interest. And they turn and continue walking away. All right, and I think Pons gets the urgency there and kind of just turns back to the party and looks a little panicked. We got to go. Uh, tries tries to, in that moment, uh, connect to Nerians and, and see if I can feel a connection, a breaking connection, if he's in danger, you know, immediately. Okay. Go ahead, give me a mysticism check. And while that's happening... Soul, I want to do a check-in with you because several times now people have mentioned cutting off the communications in this tower. Yes. And you've been trying to get a message out frantically for the past yes. two or so days. So as as she moved, Soul has keeping hold of Myrani's hand, like kept moving to very deliberately put themselves between her and Myrani. And as soon as she leaves so like turns to him and kind of like gently tries to like shake him out of it and be like Myrani are, are you with us are you alright and looks at 5e 5e chimes in and, and says if there is a chance that we will run into the dervish at this adaptive evolutions incorporated I will not force you to go we will find passage off this world and run as far as we can we can put you on the second hand with Swokus and we'll take care of the lab so with all of you chiming in, they seem to come back to themselves a little bit. They're still visibly shaking, but they look around at all of you and they, they try to speak, but it just kind of comes out and like, uh, 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 so they don't really indicate one way or another. Have I been able to disable comms yet? Uh, you have basically full access to everything on this computer. So yes, you could disable comms and guns and there's a lot of stuff you could do in this system if you felt so inclined. Like, it's connected to a lot of different towers. Okay. I want to recalibrate the gun turrets, all the automated gun turrets, to target basically the inverse of what they're targeting. So you want to program these turrets to gun down all of the mercenary ships and that kind of thing? Yes, I think disabling their comms first will cause more confusion, so I want to do that first and then... That is the second thing that I do. Okay. So you go in there, and as mentioned, you have full access in this computer. 
So you go around and you start changing all the targeting parameters. And while you're doing that on the display, it shows perspective targets before you confirm that this is what you want. And you notice something strange about it. It's implying with the data that not only are there a lot of targets on the ground, but there's also hundreds of targets up above the towers. You look up and you see that there are ships that are leaving the atmosphere. Oh yeah. Uh, I make sure that oh. pawns remains in the do not target because I don't want Nereans to get blasted, uh, but I think I can safely invert it for everything else. And like Whisker has a little bit of hesitation to this because realizing how many people might just die from this, but then thinks about what's at stake and how many people are going to die if the Cylan get in power in this universe and if the Dervish finally gets away and after thinking about it for a moment, activates the protocol. Can any of us, why are we aware, are we? Yeah, did anyone go anywhere near that console or did you guys leave it to Whisker, as is often the case? I am with the panicked child. Yep, I'm with my Ronnie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't usually interfere with Whisker's, like, hacking or anything, so... Yeah, was the panel, like, in line with the path that I took to follow? It was the person back towards the center direction. of the room. Yeah. Then definitely not. Okay. It's all you, Para, if you're nosing in. I guess uh, if, Para's, if Para's aware, Para actually, you know, Para has been standing around. Um, they've heard the message. They've watched pawns go on this course, and they've, they've kind of like, their eyes have drifted. And they've seen Whisker contemplating the next movement. I guess is that cool to go in before they press the button? Sure. And um, Para is next to Whisker uh, in the silent way they usually move. And they glance over the controls and um, what it looks like doing, and they turn and say. Uh, Whisker, you hesitate. I will not stop you, but are you sure that you wish to do this without all parameters in place? Do you know what it is that you will do with this? I'm going to end generations of injustice against the Isoki and other people on this planet. You will commit mass murder, and we do not know truly whose side we are on. There is obviously something going on with the Breathless. And though I do not wish to stand in your way, I do not want to see you make a mistake that will haunt you. Your life has just begun. It would be a shame for you to be tarred from the beginning with this action. And they step aside, formless as always. Whisker just has their finger out, just ready to activate it. Their head tilts to the side as they just can't with what Para said, like, just making it that much more difficult. Pashang! Why you have to give me thoughts like Skrift does? And then we'll uh, adjust the targeting parameters to only target security guards and not the ships that are flying away. Ooh, okay. Yeah, for this intense moral dilemma, Leslie, I'm giving you a popsicle. Yes! Well that was so good. Wonderful. All right. So, yeah. so you reprogram the parameters to only go after the mercenary companies, and you hit the button, and you hear as multiple guns from outside this building 
whirr into place and you hear a horrible cacophony of firing, sustained fire that just continues for minutes solid. You guys are welcome to do things within this time, but those guns will be continuously going and oh they are deafening. My gosh. I think Soul is going to like, the fire is going to kind of snap them out of their full focus on my Ronnie and look at 5e like you got this the guns are on our side now communications are disabled I'm reaching out to Swarkus and the second hand now it would seem that if we need a distraction to make it to this was it something evolution incorporated adaptive Uh, evolutions incorporated right gotcha I think it is best if I take my Ronnie and leave just, just give me a moment. Just stay with him a moment, and we'll take Myrani's hand and hand it to 5e and then rush over to Whisker. Please, Whisker, please, I need you. I need to contact Vin. I thought you might. I've already patched it in. Oh, thank you. And, like, you can see they're very good at com- compartmentalizing, but now that this reality is on them, like, their heart is racing again. You can see the telltale panic coming back. So, yeah, two calls. We can decide which one we want to do first. With with guns pounding in the background. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's sci-fi. We've got really good noise canceling. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I yearn I don't for know that if it's day. that good. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't hear most of the stuff on the Dolby anyway. <laughs> we can yeah, close like, the uh, the blast doors. All this communication that you guys are doing right now has to be telepathic because it's way too loud to actually be speaking right now. <laughs> okay, well, I have I have uh, machine telepathy, so I can send audio files telepathically to the computer and receive. <laughs> so I can send a noise-free communication. Perfect. That is incredible, and I love it. I assume we can feel it, like, shaking through the building. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> the building is rocking underneath you. There's a lot of screaming, what? 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 <laughs> At each other. Okay. What did you say? <laughs> so let's go ahead and do souls first. All right, just uh, plug in right here, and I'll be able to communicate without the noise. All right, and if you can, you should... We need to talk to Jasper after this, too. We need to know what he's dealing with the dervishes. He reacted, right? He reacted when we... Yes. Thank you. Yes. Okay, so you plug in to Whiskers' universal port and begin calling out to the Sun Siren. And after a short time, the communication is picked up. Starship Sun Siren, state your identification and purpose for contact. This is soul put me through to Vin. Now she'll take it. I was told to put you through. You hear a click on the line. This is Vin Harkion, the Sun Siren. Vin, you are beautiful. I don't have time for this. I need your help. <laughs> oh, soul, so good to hear your voice again. It feels as if it's been months since Vin, we spoke, I know, but I it's know, only Vin. been days. Vin. <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> How dare you make me laugh in the middle of this, Adam? <laughs> Vin the Jamili, I need you to contact it. Uh, and uh, what is the purpose? I. But why are you. Ethel and Asa are in danger. They. Vin, they. Of course you're right, you're always right, Vin. They're, they're my family. 
and and Infernax knows of our connection, and they're going to go after them to get to me, and I need you... I need you to tell them that they're in danger, and I need you to not have my name on it, because you know me, I'm full of shit, and I don't know that they'll believe me. Please, Vin. Please. I understand, and I will do what I can. But, Sol, you need to know something as well. The information that all of you provided me with, the Silan, I took it up the chain, and now, much to my dismay, it's taking me up with it. There was an attack out in the vast, rather close to the sector you informed me about. A secluded space station was assaulted by unknown forces. Unknown until the IDF looked at your information, and now I'm being placed in charge of the fight against them. They think I have insight into this Cylan problem. Congratulations or condolences? I'm not sure, honestly. You hear the heaviest sigh you have ever heard from them. All right, yes, all right. <laughs> I'm going to be losing my ship because of this, so they're moving me to command. I might be able to take some of my crew, and she says that in this meaningful way, but otherwise, I'm being thrown into this, and I don't know a damn sight beyond what you've told me. Whisker chimes in at this point and says, What What of the Yosoki? That's the crew she's referencing, ah, this is a group call. Very good. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will take what crew I can. You can almost hear the eyebrows going that up and down. Mm -hmm. Wink, wink. <laughs> so we... We've got... All right. Ben, I'm sorry we dragged you into this. I'm so sorry. I know your love of that ship. If there are any forces you can requisition near Akaton, that would provide us an exit, and we could rendezvous with you from there. I will see what I can do, and I know that all of you are entangled with this dervish, but any information you can send me about this island, do so, and I mean every single detail. There is a storm approaching, and because I helped all of you out, I am now in front of it. Whisker sends all of the schematics of the ship that we fought. Okay. 5e can send all of his combat computations. We've got a full communications array here. It should be able to handle that bandwidth. <laughs> We're sending you a stream now. We might have more information in the near future, but we are, things are complicated here. Ben, if you, if you can reach them, please just tell me they're all right. I will begin searching. Thank you. Farewell. I must attend to the myriad of details, if you'll excuse me. Thank you. And the line cuts. And Sol just kind of knees go out, and they just kind of sit on the floor for a long moment. It's okay. We're going to get them. They're going to be safe. And we'll rest a hand on Sol's shoulder. Sol's going to look at my Ronnie. He still seems out of it, yes? Yeah. It seems like the guns are kind of shaking him a bit, so mm -hmm. he's just kind of looking around with this thousand-yard stare. All right. Next up, 
And with that, Soul's going to untie the headband and start changing out. Just fully drops the skirt, steps into the pants, and uh, straps the... Uh, you see Taiye pull down the hat over their <laughs> eyes so they don't see it. Yeah. So it's like, it's just skin. If you don't want to see it, don't look. And they strap a holster to each leg before they step into the pants. Um, was Whisker also going to contact the second hand? I am doing that now, yes. You call up the second hand using the communications array. And again, after not too long, you hear a pickup sound. This is the second hand! Who, may I ask, is calling? <laughs> Swokus, it's Whisker. I mean, um, it, it's, who is it's, this? Go away. I, identify <laughs> yourself. Oh. 5e chimes in and says, Swokus, this is in our 5e. I am transmitting an encrypted data print. Use it to interface with my counterpart kernel in the ship's computer. It will verify our identities. Ah, a voice I recognize. Good. And you hear loud tapping on computer keys. All right, honing in. He two-finger right. pecks, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his extendo claws come out, and he just tap, 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 taps. Extendo claws. Ah, good. All right. 5e. I haven't heard from you in... A day. I was beginning. Con I was beginning to get concerned. I didn't see the flare. I thought you might have all died down there or something. Apologies for the delay. We've been keeping deep cover and communications to a minimum so as not to blow your location. We're starting a revolution. You'd love it. You should come down right now. We could use your assistance. We've turned the planetary defense system against the mercenaries. It should not target the ship if you bring it into the city. If we transmit our coordinates, can you hone in on us? Yes, uh, I should be able to. However, there appears to be traffic. Vessels are abandoning this planet like a sinking ship. An evacuation of some kind is taking place, and not just this city. Seems to be all around the globe. I don't know what you did, but whatever you did worked. How are your flying skills? Whoever this is, how dare you question <laughs> my capabilities <laughs> They are top-notch. I know you can punch things. Okay, fine. Then punch it down, follow the gunfire, and I'm going to direct one of the turrets to just blast a line of fire, not towards anything, but to get other ships to clear out of the way. Nice. Uh, Five Each also transmits again and says, you need to lock down the medical bay. There is a possibility that the dervish is active in this system. Yes, I think when I arrive, we'll have to speak about this. <laughs> hold on, hold on. There appears to be gunfire in my direction. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Follow the tracers. It'll lead you right to us. And it should be clearing a path. Right. Um, 5e, who is this? I told you, it's Whisker. Whisker is Scriff and Cat recombined. Reformed. Apologies. I am still learning your catchphrase. <laughs> catchphrase? <laughs> ah, this involves Griff. That's fine. I don't need to know. And they close the cars and start. You see the yes. chip start heading down. <laughs> still, yeah. Still have that chip on his shoulder. Yeah. That's so great. Soul, like, turns on Whisker. Can you, can you get through to Jasper? Yes, uh. Let me see. Okay. <laughs> so you pull up the communications tower 
and you call out trying to get Jasper, but you don't get any response. It may be because the storms are still going down there and they're in the middle of the storms. You're not 100% sure on that, but you don't get any communication at this time. Hmm. Jasper might be a no-go. Can I... I know I haven't seen Jasper in a very long time. Mm-hmm. But from what I know of him, from is there anything I can... Soul is worried that he has somehow made a deal with the literal devil of this <laughs> campaign. Is there any kind of, like, insight isn't in this one, but... Sense motive. It may be better yeah. if we... Like, we may bump even find out what's going on if we get down there, I guess. Yeah. I think at the time, and I know you brought it up, Kay, uh, I think at the time when you guys mentioned the dervish, uh, pawns did a sense motive on it and picked up something. They mm -hmm. seemed to be affected by the yeah. name, but you didn't have much to go beyond that. And I don't know if pawns mentioned that or not. That's fair. I don't think he did. Uh, can I patch into this real quick? Um... Sorpus mentioned that there was there was lots of evacuations going on. I just want to see mm -hmm. these extra things that were leaving. Did they seem like civilians? Did they seem like it was part of evacuation going on? Yeah, as you look through in this communications tower, which is connected to most systems in the city, you see that it is a mixture of both civilian crafts and a lot of Infernex crafts, but you don't see any that are system guard or gravewood it seems to be exclusively either non-military or infernax right um then that's up here that is ships leaving from everywhere yeah, yeah the ships okay. that were leaving the like thankfully whisker didn't attack in the end can can whisker target the infernax ships only <laughs> no. they could but now there's a gun firing wildly into the yeah. air they might have picked up their speed yeah we should we should get moving. Answers may be more apparent. Where is where is um this um these offices? Where are these offices rather comparative to us? Higher, lower in the building next building over? Oh, uh, you're talking about like where you're thinking to go? Yeah, adaptive. Yeah, okay. God, evolutionary <laughs> industries. Got it. It's in a tower adjacent to it. I yeah, believe, it's right? in an adjacent tower. Just call it I. 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 I think we finally get to ride in one of these elevators. So was it above us or below us? Sorry. Uh, it is more or less level. All okay. of the towers around here are almost the same size, give or take a little bit. Then we just got to get across these towers. We can use the second hand once it gets down here. Yeah. It'll drop us off and then it can take off. I say, rather than just pacing full of nervous energy, they're going to go over and try to, like, just get my Ronnie back to reality. Why don't you go ahead and give me a diplomacy roll for my Ronnie? I am going to use my charm and curiosity, so I will get to roll that with advantage. Hmm, fancy. That's going to be a 17. A 17, okay. Whew. So you're going to be doing that for a little bit. And I'm gonna I'm gonna answer a role that Cooper had done like quite a while ago at this point. A mysticism role <laughs> oh, and I'm also going to give some information about this area because this is the type of place that Pons is familiar with all right uh, before I go into that uh, what was that mysticism role so 22 Cooper? so some things you know about this area is up here above the storms all of the buildings have 
multiple different tunnel systems that you can walk from tower to tower on. And if you want to take the express lane, there's pneumatic tubes that go from one building to another, so you can just jump multiple buildings if you need to. Uh, the other thing is you know that there is no landing pad directly at Narian's Labs, so using the ship you'd have to like jump onto the roof anyways, so it wouldn't necessarily be a easy thing to do, but not impossible if you wanted to go wild. Do we know what floor Narian's Lab is on? Uh, one that is basically level with this. Yeah, I'm thinking it's literally like a airport where you're just like, what, yeah, which uh, number, you know, yeah, elevator do I take? Yeah, more or less, you just need In to jump into one of these things and go. You could go that way. You could walk through the tunnels, as mentioned. And pawns, this is the closest you have been and objectively the best role you've had when you made this check. And you can feel that two or so buildings away while something is definitely wrong, you feel Narians. He's actually here. Uh, well, yes, I would assume so. That's why we're going there. Where did you think he'd be? I, I lost I lost connection with him, so I... You can feel him from this far away? can feel him from further away, or at least I used to be able to. But Fascinating. It's It's been fading, and it was actually gone a few times. So I'm. Is this good for us or bad for us? Well, I can't say that he's safe, but he is nearby, and he is in the direction we're going. So we can find out together. Adam, I don't feel necessary to bring up Mr. Business. Is there anything I'm forgetting in that conversation that would be crucial for Pons to bring up in this moment? I don't think there's anything crucial that you would gather from these conversations that you've had. You just know that things are very time sensitive and it was implied how dire they were. But beyond that, no. The only thing I will bring up was the mention of a decision has to be made, so you should hurry. Absolutely. Pons, are you okay? It's been a while since I've been this close. And I mean, he, he wasn't doing well before I left. I can only imagine the state he's in now. You know, that call, whisker on the elevator wasn't it didn't help bring much clarity to the situation it seems like whatever state we find Nerians in it's, it's gonna have to come down to a decision I don't I don't think I quite understand but that makes two of us what decision the person on the phone seemed like I'd have to choose maybe it's between Nerians and myself or a person who would make you make that kind of decision doesn't sound like a friend, but when you were talking on the phone, it sounded like you were talking to, uh, I don't know, an acquaintance at least, not not an enemy. I hadn't put all the pieces together. I think I, the vision I shared back when Koto and, and Para went, and, and I went through the warp hole, I saw the dervish, I saw Nurians, and there was something connected, but knowing the dervishes here again makes me feel this is even more dire than what I had thought. Makes me think that this decision won't be a pleasant one and I'm worried even with how close we are now, maybe I maybe I can't just save him. Maybe I won't be able to help. You've come this far. I'm sure you'll be able to do it. 
I've seen some great things from you. Hans kind of nods. You're a little naive, maybe, but you have a good heart. I can see it. Thank you. There's so much unknown right now. I'm, I'm, I'm I really, I, I wanna, I wanna get going. I, I wanna. We should probably wait for Swarkus, but some, something tells me I need to go. And I'm hearing exactly what you told me, Soul. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay here. And Pons will actually just kind of float in one of the chairs there in front of the desks. Is Myrani coming back to himself yet? Like, is he talking yet or? Yeah, he seems to be starting to come around as time passes. And so I'm taking it you guys are going to be waiting for the ship to arrive before you move. Yeah, mm -hmm. we need to brief Sorkis for any intel mm -hmm. he can give us. Okay. And secure the ship. And as soon as Myrani is kind of talking again, Sol's gonna chat with him. Yeah. Uh, he does seem to be conscious of what's going on, so if you have something to say, feel free. Yeah, they will keep 5e nearby. Like, they're having this conversation with 5e included. Um, and we'll kind of guide Myrani to sit now that we know that we're waiting and try to help him get the helmet off <laughs> so he could breathe a little better. <laughs> sure. I keep trying not to interrupt this to say that all the chairs are filled with dead bodies. But <laughs> <laughs> on the floor! Sit on the floor! I was, was going to say, I don't know if there are any chairs that don't have dead yeah. bodies, so Pod's probably just floated over one and was like, yeah. this yeah. is fine, I'm not touching it. That's, that's yeah. not going to fa phase Pod's at all. That's such a Pod's thing. <laughs> just floating over a dead body. Crisscross applesauce. Okay, so yeah, you find a quiet, not blood-stained spot to sit down. And, you know, Soul has been as soothing as they can be. They're not exceptionally good at this, but we'll finally be like, Myroni, I forbade the crew from asking you questions about the dervish because it was important to me, to all of us, looks at 5e, that you know that your importance, your value comes from you, not the information you carry. But we're about to walk into some very tense situations. Would you be willing to share information? I understand if you are not. I, I don't know what can help. What, what could, what can you? And they just kind of put their head in their hands. Soul will just pull them into a hug and just kind of hold them and just say, do you know his abilities to jump bodies? Is it, do they have to be fully transformed? How long does someone have to be in one of those tubes before he can take control? Do you know any of this? It's all right if you don't. I've only seen him when he was in control, but the the things, the lengths he goes to for these transformations, I I can I could only guess that to stay in them they have to be, and they kind of look down at their own arms and all the runes that are on them. I I can't I don't know. I understand. Thank you. We're getting you out of here. He will not have you. Uh, Kota will go up to Sol and be like, I'm, I'm sorry, wait, did you say jump bodies? Yes, he seems to be... We killed one of his bodies, but it wasn't actually him. He left. We were hoping to find some kind of binding or catch him by surprise, but clearly that's not happening. <laughs> Glares at the data pad that had the message. So if we stop this one... Who's to say that, we'll, that he's not out there just still amassing power everywhere else? 
You have identified the problem exactly. <laughs> Whisker looks at, like, calls over Koto mm. real briefly. Like, Koto? And and gives, like, the kill signal, like, like not in front of Myrani. <laughs> right, 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 right. Because, I mean, again, like, she is very much, she is very much still learning about everything here that's going on in this universe that has to deal that, that she can somehow relate back to what's going on where she's come from so not meaning to be insensitive is very much still inquisitive about what's going on with the dervish so she said oh um my ronnie I'm, I'm i'm sorry but i if i'm to help prevent what's happened where i've come from any information you can have is going to be useful and in your own time in your own time again i know you've you've gone through unimaginable trauma and stress but when the time comes you may hold the key to to helping us deal a crippling blow to the dervish he can't jump bodies in your world then maybe he can and that's how he became and she puts up air quotes a god well he's not a god here and i would quite like to make sure that doesn't happen agreed for now we have confirmed that we can destroy iterations of the dervish even if we cannot root out the cause. He will be eliminated with prejudice wherever he manifests. I think, uh, well, Kota will then turn to Myrani again and say, I'm sorry if anything I've said has disturbed you or, or brought to the surface any negative thoughts or experiences. It wasn't my intention. However, I won't, kid, I won't pretend to, to that I know you and that we have this long history. I've just been along for the ride a few days, but... Uh, in some sense, I do know what it's like to have the dervish take f from me people I care about, the loss on a planetary scale. And if it's within my power to stop him, I will do everything I can to do so. Yeah, Marani's still just kind of looking down at their arms, but they give a little nod. Like, they're already in this place of... Like, basically anything you say won't necessarily make it worse because we're already in worse. <laughs> right, right, right. Soul is going to sigh and kind of put a hand over where Myrani is staring at their arm. Let's see if he'll look up at Soul. Yeah, they'll give you a little side glance. Scars can be covered. Tattoos can be altered. This is your body. It is your life. And no one is going to make decisions for you except you. They squeeze your hand just a little bit. Soul's going to nod and then look at him rather sadly and look up at the circlet and say, We might need that back for what we're about to face. Do you mind? They just reach up, take it off, don't say anything, and hand it to you. Soul's going to take it and lean in and kiss his forehead. Just be like, we'll keep you safe. I think it's about this time that the ship comes down and you see the glorious beat up but then repaired again repainted second hand <laughs> swoop down and a light upon the landing pad one of the guns still firing off into the air because no one turned it off uh, it just does that now it's like the turret in every video game that you're like what is it doing yeah. it's just firing over there it's firing at something hopefully yep. beast among worlds <laughs> All right, so the second hand, you see it lower down onto the landing pad outside. So are you guys going to go out to meet it, or are you guys going to wait for them to come in? Yeah, I'll go out to Let's meet it. Let's go out. Yeah. 
Going out, yeah. 5e will as well, yeah. Pons will take okay. a second to loot the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Actually, 5e looks at Sol and says, stay here with my Ronnie. Staying, yeah. Is Pons going into the second hand as well, or is he staying no. in to loot no, bodies? No, I'll stay in the building. All right. Bodies. He's looting the room. Oh, yeah. Sol is going to look across at Pons, and when Pons looks up from looting bodies, we'll, we'll do the little head tap of, give me a give me a mental connection, please. Did you put the circlet on? Oh, holding it. <laughs> do the mind tap thing as you put it on. Yeah. <laughs> Testing, see if it try works. Try now, Testing. try now, Mustard. Try now, try now. Hello, hello, is the song? Think you're a big brain, Swerky. do you? Yeah. You big brain magic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not all jealous right. that I don't have telepathy. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> give me the... a sound off who all is heading outside. 5e. Whisker. Koto. Uh, pa, yeah. Um, what, what am I supposed to do? Uh, like, we did the thing. Good job. High fives all around. But it, Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> they look over at my Ronnie, but it doesn't seem people are very happy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Taye, if you'd be so good as to accompany me momentarily. Yeah, yeah. Uh, looks around at everyone, kind of like rolling their eyes. Oh, yeah, that's probably for the best. <laughs> All right, so you guys head out to the second hand out on this platform, these high winds blowing, and you guys all look super cool with your armor and your scarves and stuff. Yeah, I think as Koto's walking out outside, like she touches her little wristlet, and then like during this cool badass scene, it, it fades back into her like X-Men storm yeah. outfit. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Hair blowing in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. Oh, there. So you see it all. I see that, listeners at home. It's a great. On a, you see on that? A card. <laughs> you see that? See that trading card? <laughs> As you guys approach, the platform lowers down. Second hand crew, well, welcome back, back. Oh, I forgot about this voice. No one Thank cheered. You, oh, come on. Detect, detecting. Detecting new member, member. I just send it uh, both cats and Scriff's security clearances. <laughs> Computer tag cobalt humanoid as friendly. Designation Taie. Un understood. Oh, actually, that's a good question. Would it scan me and detect any? Like, would I still scan as both of the peop the people that I combined with? It did not necessarily say either way. It could have been talking about Taye as the yeah. new person. Mm -hmm. So you don't know at this moment. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna try and open up the doors, or or you know. Oh gosh. We're waiting for Swarkus to come out. I guess. In intruder detected. <laughs> All over Whisker. <laughs> find out. <laughs> new approved member Taye accepted. Unknown member approaching. Well, who are you talking about? Uh, what? No, everyone's here. Sensors, say Yasoki. Yeah, yeah, not Yasoki. Leslie, what's the what's the catchphrase? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, ship. Uh, I'm sending you clearance access and new member. Clearance access unequivocally accepted. No more questions. <laughs> I knew I put it in that back door for a reason. Yay. <laughs> All right, and you guys see the door open and you board the ship. Welcome back to the second hand. Yeah. Woo. 
Yeah. Let's leave. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where's the dragon? Give me dragon. <laughs> yeah, so you get on, and as you all move in, you see Swarkus hanging over one of the rails. Welcome back, and looks at Whisker. You must be, um, what was it? What was Whiskar? Whiskey? Whiskey. Whisker. <laughs> Good name. Whisker, yes. Whiskus. Whiskus. <laughs> and they kind of look around. Uh, we appear to have replaced some of you. Um, I see a new purple one, and... Ah, uh, this is Taye. Taye meets Swarkus Gore, an excellent security personnel member. Ponce is back there. Ansel. I like the robot eyes. They're really shiny and wow. I like the high heels. What? I thought I replaced those. I mean, um... <laughs> <laughs> you said you had something to report? Ah, uh, yes. Um, I pulled it from the uh, video logs, perhaps. You would all like to take a look. I am not thrilled by it, but... They hit the button on the computer, and this video file comes up, and it's focused on the med bay. And the first thing you see is Swarkus Gore is walking back through the med bay, and just as they go to leave, a voice comes out of one of the Yasoki that's laying on the bed. Which one? Feather. Well, I've learned a fair bit about you, Swarkus Gore. Great name, by the way. See, me and an old friend of yours had a nice little sit-down chat. I know you too, dervish. I know you kidnap children, hide behind the weak, and prey on the innocent for your own gain. A pariah and a parasite. In the end, that's what we all are, aren't we? But now that the greetings are out of the way, I came to deliver you an offer. See, I found the most ordained commander, and I see eye to eye on a few things. Things I think you can relate to. Like that strength is what keeps the universe turning. Strength of body, strength of mind, strength of will. Just like how you kept the Gurgatal together for so long in that corpse of a city. Swarkus Gore bares his teeth. Until the most disdained commander sent that death squad to kill the sinless people that I led. You two must be thick as thieves. Oh, our friendship has only just begun. See, I love making friends. In fact, I would like you to be one of them. I do not befriend cowards who hide behind others. If you were strong, you'd look at me through your own eyes, not this Yasoki girl's. In due time, I will offer you that courtesy, but until then, consider this offer instead. Seems that the uh, second-hand crew has gone and shamed one of the Cylan Archdukes, Pathon, I believe his name was. <sighs> Seems his failure was not looked too kindly upon by the most ordained, and now, there's an opening in the Silean organization. Who better to fill that position than the man who proved Pathon's weaknesses? 
a particular Vesk who knows how to lead by strength, yet cares for the common man. You think I would join the Silan after what they've done to my Gurgatal? Not just slaying them, but torturing the survivors. There isn't a price that you could name. The Vestarium. Listen up, Mr. Gore. The Silan will conquer this little corner of the galaxy. I've had a tour of their technology, seen their tactics and drive to dominate. They've got a lot more in common with Visks than I think you'd like to admit. What's on offer here isn't just a position on the winning side. No, it's a chance to save your people, your real people. If a specimen like you stands at the forefront of the Silean power, the Viscarium won't have to be conquered. It can be the conquerors once again. You can finish your father's war. You can lead the Vesk to their true place in the sun. No needless deaths. See, the most ordained commander isn't vindictive. They're pragmatic, a realist. And in the end, it makes more sense to respect the strength of your opponents than it does to grind each other into dust. Your strength, Swarkus Gore, can save the Vescarium. I know that this is a lot to take in, but offers like this are once in a lifetime. You've had to wait a long time for this moment, my friend. But it's time to go home. It's time to... The video feed shows Swarkus snatching up Feather as they lift him in one fist, and there's this clear, inescapable fury on the vest features as he shakes with rage. You talk too much. I talk when there's something to say. You talk when you want to be heard. Now, now it's time for you to listen. You're right, the Vesks are conquerors, proud and strong. We do not bow to weaklings like you, nor will we become lamp lizards to a commander too pathetic to face me, let alone my people. No, you think I don't see your failed threats? What is going to happen is the Silan will smash against the steel of the Viscarium and shatter like glass. I will personally stomp out the life of every Archduke they promote until the Silan Commander expires under my bionic boot. As for you... And in the feed, you see Swarkus lift them up until they're face to face. I'm going to tear apart every one of your bodies until I find you. And then I will consume you whole. You fucked with the wrong Vesk. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I'm sorry that we can't do business. If you reconsider out until next time then, Vesk. And you see on the feed, Swarkus Gore, still suppressing rage, sets Feather down on the bed and he pulls over a drip bag of anesthetics and flicks the needle and he bends down and brings the needle to the Isoki's arm but his claws are shaking so badly that the syringe is basically a weapon 
as Sorkis reels back and smashes his head into the wall, denting the metal slightly. He takes a few deep breaths and then sticks the needle in Feather's arm and turns up the dosage. As he does, he sees the unused restraints attached to the bed. Why would... <sighs> and he straps down both the Ahsokis and then turns up the knockout bag for Twizzit Jr. before stomping down to the cargo bay. He stands shaking for a long moment before he begins to smash everything in reach. Eventually, he lets out a long roar that shakes the camera feed and he falls to his knees. After a moment of silence, Cargo comes out from his hiding place and carefully slinks up to Swarkus before quietly curling up at his side. And Swarkus reaches over and gently puts a claw on the dragon before the feed cuts. Man. Wow. <laughs> Holy crap. Adam, oh my so God. Adam, yeah. Adam, you get a popsicle. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get some popsicle. Holy crap. <laughs> also, how dare you harm my sister? <laughs> Fivey swivels his head unit towards Swarkus and says, I admire the way you handled that situation. You see, there's this hesitation. I wish I could say I was not tempted, but the Viscarium calls. Can I roll a sense motive on Swarkus at this point? Yeah. Go ahead. I'm going to as well as a matter of best practice, but I don't feel it's necessary. Uh, uh, mine sucks. I got a 16. Don't worry. 32. Yay. <laughs> Anyone who was paying attention to Whisker at that time that that video was playing would have seen like them clench up the moment that Swarkus grabbed Feather mm -hmm. and like looked like they were about ready to beat the crap out of like throw hands with Swarkus on, on that same note uh, I was fully ready for Kota to be like she draws her laser rifle and points it square at Swarkus after the video if, if, if Swarkus <laughs> that is given fully in. understandable yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah go All ahead right. yeah with a 32 you can see that there is this intense frustration there's it's not regret but maybe this mournful look like they want to help the Vescarium and they know that the choice they made might have damned millions of them to death. So there's this internal storm brewing. Okay. But there's also this overriding rage having also just rewatched what happened. Fivey follows up his commentary. This being deals in deceptions, as I'm sure you're well aware of. The Pact Worlds and the Vescarium have fended off worse threats than these Cylon pretenders. But for now, we have other situations. The Dervish is active in this system. We're going to need to secure the Ahsoki. I leave it up to Whisker as to whether or not it is in their best interest to be transferred to the lab. And Swarkus, we've got to get Myrani off-world. Uh, Whisker looks at Swarkus and says, I can see now why Scriff respected you so much one of his robo eyebrows go up at this comment i don't think we should take the soki into the lab it seems too dangerous but maybe we can take the lab to the soki oh we really just need the research data and maybe a few tools i'm sure we can replicate anything we would need <sighs> 
we have enough space on this ship. I'm sure if we pulled some things out of one of these buildings, we could utilize it. Mm. But uh, they look around. I'm getting the impression I'm going to be stuck on this ship more, aren't I? I've just realized that, that Paro's staying in front of, <laughs> instead of um, Swalkers as a fake young Swalkers, because I thought they were using the same. <laughs> <laughs> I was a bit too distracted to notice this. <laughs> also, who's that handsome young man? <laughs> Paro, Paro, oh, thank you. Oh, wait, I know that voice. <laughs> they turn back. It is I, Paro. <laughs> um, but I will say that um, having heard the name of the uh, the most ordained commander, or the, the most disdained commander. Nice. Uh, they have um, sick burn. Yeah, sick, sick burn. Walkers. I told sick you he was cool. It's cool. Um, but they've still got like a that forthright fuzz up that they get when they're uh, worried or anything. I'm going to go check on Feather real quick. I'll be right back. All right. Um, I'm not there. Out of character. Mm-hmm. Swarkus said he. F- Found it on video, or he just he just pulled it, it off. Like he doesn't no, remember. He, like, he, like, he okay. had the he had the video. I couldn't tell if he like didn't if that meant he didn't remember it. No, gotcha. he just, and then he saw the video. That was just I wanted clarification. On yeah, that he, yeah, yeah, he was just yeah. showing the recording to give us the word for word what happened. Check out how it beats up your little sister. Look at this. <laughs> That's not <laughs> how it happened. <laughs> anyway, very upfront. About Check it. About I choked slammed her right into the side here. It was cool as hell. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, you hide behind children. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you hide behind children. I just kill them. <laughs> we couldn't hear the audio. We just saw beating up a child. Like, whoa, no, wow. Don't want to show off this walk. This is weird. No, come no, on. that didn't happen. Look, you come can on. It's not cut. <laughs> the video is untouched. The audio is very quiet. We cannot hear. <laughs> I need to have a conversation with my ward. Resecure the medical bay when you're done checking on Twisted and Feather, please. Of course. I'm sorry that you had to see that. It was hard, but given the circumstances, I think Swarkus showed incredible restraint. I agree. I will return shortly. Five, he goes back to the landing pad and inside the area where Saul's got Marani set down and crouches down next to him. I have been running potential success quotients. I feel that you should be entrusted with this data because you are a full-fledged member of this crew. You have proven yourself a capable combatant and I would fight by your side at any time. There is a statistically significant decrease in the success of getting you off this world if I do not accompany you on the second hand. But if I do not accompany the other group, that would constitute a catastrophic failure. I leave the decision in your hands, my Ronnie. I will leave this world with you and safeguard you as best I can. Taye and Swarkus will be with us. Their actions have proven time and again that they are trustworthy companions and worthy combatants. You will be safe with them, but I will not abandon you. The choice is yours. So they've just been silently listening as you talk. I imagine Soul is still nearby. They look up between the two of you. If I were to tell you to come with me so we can leave this place. And they look towards the direction of the ship. I know that people will probably die. And I know that if you, and they look over at Soul, both of you 
are there, then you might. I want to go, and I want you to come, but I can't. I can't do it. I can't. I'm not ready to face down the dervish. You are. So I'll, I'll go, and I need, I need you to do this one for me. We stay here to fight a battle so that the long tactical odds of winning a war are greater. You see them ball their fists a little bit, and it seems like even though they're in this state of fear, they're essentially trying to overcome it with anger. My Ronnie, even if after we part company this day, we never see each other again, you will carry the lessons that you have learned from us, just as I carry the lessons that your parents gave to me. Compassion. Family. Welcoming. No one ever truly leaves you. Sola's going to put their hand over a bald fist and say, He's lied to you this whole time, you know. Pain does not make someone stronger. It simply reveals the strength within. You've been very brave. We had no business bringing you here. We simply didn't know this would be here. I'm sorry. And with that, my Ronnie starts to rise to their feet and... As they get there, before turning away, they grab both of you and pull you into a hug. Just make sure you come back. Soul squeezes him very tightly. Five E's digits clinch ever so slightly on the child's back. Oh. And then Myrani turns and starts shakily moving towards the second hand. I'm going to walk with him. We'll get him settled. We'll give them the instructions. All right. And I guess we follow... Pons' lead. At this point, I assume Sol and Pons have either had their conversation or are about to. Yeah, if you guys have a conversation, do it. Loot the body. So Sol taps their head and Pons tries to create a telepathic link to them. And Sol is not looking away from Myrani, but has the circlet in one hand. Is You told us that memory you had of the dervish making demands of your original... How how much understanding do you have about Nirian's abilities, his capabilities? Many older contemplatives are secretive about their capabilities and feared to be more powerful than what we would even expect. I'm I'm not certain. I I know he was cutting edge on research. So he was viewed as one of the best of us, one of the brightest of us, but that's in the past, and now I'm not certain with what has been brought to light, how far his reaches and how far his power has actually developed or decayed. You worked in his labs. He was given a rather short deadline to undo aging. Do you think he could have done it in that deadline? Like if anyone was going to do it, it'd be him. And yet the dervish is jumping bodies. Do you think it was a stopgap? How capable is your original? I mean, my, my hope is that if the dervish was forcing him, that perhaps he scrapped the research or hid it somewhere. You're not really answering my question. Do you think he managed to reverse aging? Do you think he simply made it possible for this dervish to leave a decaying body and jump into a more capable one? Pons is going to have to think on that for a little bit, but it, from what I've seen and how the dervish 
used his technology, Narians was never able to achieve his goal. And if he did, the cost was too steep. But I would say that switching bodies was definitely Narians responsibility. I can't think of the word. They're doing? They're doing? Yeah, but like, there's a better word. The onus lies upon them. They yeah. enabled? <laughs> Something. Sol is going to sigh, still looking at the ship after where Myrani went. In Koto's world, Nirens was a well-regarded philanthropist. I think it's the same here. Do you think he's more selfish? And trust me, I know it is difficult to ask these questions of those you care about. It, it may seem strange since I wasn't just raised by him, but created directly from him. But our relationship might not be exactly what you think. It's not like what I've seen of father and son. We had duties and we had responsibilities, tasks to fulfill. Darling, we couldn't be more different. But believe me, I don't have a solid sense of family rules either, so don't worry about that. Yeah, I then I fear I can't make a comparison of the Narians that Koto knows and the Narians I know. He seemed to be somewhat obsessive, but not necessarily selfish. So I'm not sure if that helps answer your questions. Sala's going to nod and think on it a little bit longer and then look down at the circlet and walk over to Pons and hold it out and say, I know that this might make some of your abilities difficult. However, I'm worried you might be a target. If you won't use it, give it to Whisker, but... And they'll hand it over to Pons. <sighs> wow. Okay. Oh. oh. Can I... Can I have you make like a skill check or something there? Do you want me to read <laughs> you the description for that mind shield? Oh, I know circlet? what it does. <laughs> yeah. But it completely yeah. screws my abilities, and yet I think it's That's a good really point interesting. To make. Yeah. Uh sure. Why don't you go ahead and give me diplomacy there, Sol? Fun. We could say no. Uh you know what? It. Second charming curiosity. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's a 29. <laughs> Even if I had you roll like a will save or something, I don't think your bonuses could reach that. Yeah, I just wanted to get an idea of how convincing how that intense. was. Yeah. yeah. Soul wanted to really be here. Soul is like almost disconnected. Like, they have gone full tactical. They've had an emotional breakdown a couple times in the last few days. They have watched my Ronnie break, and they are just trying to get us out of this alive. If it would make you guys feel better, and Pons places it very awkwardly on his giant yeah. brain. Yeah, <laughs> it's less like a circlet and more like a small crown. Yeah. yeah. Is it stylish? Uh, it's like a Burger King crown. That was out loud to Sol. That was out loud to Sol. Well, it's not a boombox. I guess it'll have to do. I am not doing this because I am worried about us. I am doing this because I am worried about you. And seeing the danger I've already been in, that's, I would say, fair for the circumstance. They'll reach out and just squeeze his shoulder and say, thank you for all you've done. I want us all to get out of this. So it's so much more than what I even thought would happen coming back here. 
So I do appreciate the work everyone has done getting us this far. The dervish is after your original. He's after my family. And he might very well be in cahoots with my old family. I am very ready to be done with this. That's a lot to unpack. So after everybody regroups in this control tower, you watch as Taye, Swarkus, the siblings, Cargo, which did not have any screen time. <laughs> and who else am I missing? There's so many people. Myrani. And of course, Myrani, as the second hand picks up off the launch pad and begins pulling up and away. You see the defense gun finally has run out of ammo and the barrels are just going chicka, 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 even though no bullets are coming out, still trying. Nice. <laughs> and you watch as they pull up and away. And there's only one thing left to do. So you guys step out into one of these hallways. And pawns, these are the kind of corridors that you floated a thousand times. Memories flood back. The sunning area where you and Narians would discuss philosophy and scientific quandaries. The archway you looked back at one last time before you left Akaton behind in search of a cure for Narians' afflictions. You float through the hallways until you find the entryway to one of these pneumatic tubes and everyone jumps in and it's in these clear tubes that shoot you across the city and you're looking down at this brilliant swirling storm just below you. You take a few turns and eventually it pops you out into the building you have been trying to get to this entire time. And as you guys close in, you can see above the doorway, Adaptive Evolutions Incorporated. This familiar archway which you've seen a thousand times. And as all of you approach this door, pawns, you know without a doubt who is behind it. A psychic security system panel blinks quietly to the side of the archway and it sits in expectation for the return of the wayward sun. And pawns, as you align your mind with this system, it seems to have trouble recognizing you. And then almost 10 seconds later, you get the impression of acceptance and then a feeling of expectation, like a lock waiting for a key. And you remember the words of that Infernax officer that the audio file is the key. Are we all drawing weapons first? Don't we have the key? I'm still drawing my weapon. <laughs> I concur. Everyone's drawing weapons? I thought you said trying weapons. I was like, why would they shoot this door? Yeah, sure. No, no, no. We're just keeping weapons at the ready. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Whisker, if you could do the honors. I'm going to. Uh, Koto's going to form her energy lash and hold it in her hands. Very good. Whisker uh, hooks up the data pad and puts the key. You play the audio file. Father's home, boy. <laughs> And the horrible laughter rings out through the halls. And again, pawns, you feel acceptance as the door whispers open and a staircase lies before you. Narians always did love his antiquated effects. 
and we'll see you in the next oh. chapter of oh. the Emergency oh. Power When life drains you down, charge up on the Emergency Power Network. Theme song triangles by Diamond Ace. Find them at bandcamp.com. Music provided by Nicholas Judy of Dark Fantasy Studio at darkfantasystudio.com and Tabletop Audio. Find them at tabletopaudio.com as well as Carl Casey of White Bat Audio. Find them at whitebataudio.com. Font Azonics by Mixo. Find them on Twitter at MixoFX. The Starfinder role-playing game, including its official lore and images, are the intellectual property of Paizo Incorporated. All rights reserved. Narrated by Danny Lee Collins. So I have a friend who is incredible and brilliant until she's not. Right. And she just has these like mm. her name is Cassandra. Mm-hmm. We call her Derp Sandra because when wow, she derps, me. it's like really so <laughs> Damn. We were, like she started oh. it. She started it. Isn't right? it Sam? We call him stupid dumbass. <laughs> so, we were we were talking about like we, we were having a day, right? We were having a time. We were all having a bad day in the office. And we were just talking about like pets we had lost and like kind of like memories of losing things we loved. And I was like, and everyone has these stories. And I'm like, yeah. And it's ironic that I just shared the photo that I did. I was like, yeah, I remember when we had to put my horse down. Oh. And she's like, you what? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, it was really weird because we like had to dig it. We had to dig a pit and then lead him over by the pit. And then, and she's like, what? And I'm like, they had to shoot him? And she's like, the whole horse? I'm like, no, Cassandra, just the ass half. (laughs) Okay, you know that's pretty dumb. (laughs) I'm sorry, Cassandra. The whole horse is now a a part of my vocabulary. The whole horse.